Domestic workers balance a complex set of relationships, whether they're employed here in the U.S. or somewhere else around the globe. Nisha Varia is a senior researcher at Human Rights Watch. She's worked closely with maids and nannies who are struggling to, fr- who are struggling to form an international movement. There is this invisible army of workers who've really been left out of the key labor protections that most other workers have been able to take for granted. Tell us about a few of the countries where maids, nannies, and house cleaners have seen the most dramatic improvements in their lives. One of the biggest breakthroughs this year has been Brazil, which has adopted a constitutional amendment to make sure that domestic workers enjoy the same rights as other workers. Important protections such as social security, such as uh, limits to their hours of work. And we're seeing incremental changes in other places. For example, in Singapore, domestic workers are still not covered under the labor law. But for a long time, the government resisted giving these workers the guarantee of a day off. A few years ago, they finally allowed these workers to have a day off once a month. And as of January this year, domestic workers are entitled to a day off once a week. We've seen really strong movements in Latin America. But on the other hand, in places where workers are not free to organize, it's been much more difficult to see any progress. And that's where we see some of the worst conditions for domestic workers, such as in the Middle East. Right. Describe some of those, because I'm not sure our listeners will will have a complete clear picture of what bad conditions for domestic workers are in some of the worst places around the world. There are millions of domestic workers, primarily from Indonesia and the Philippines and Sri Lanka, who migrate as domestic workers to countries such as Saudi Arabia and Kuwait. Almost every household has a domestic worker who is living with them in their household. These women often work 16 to 18 hours a day, seven days a week, They are on two-year contracts, and they may not have a day off in that entire time. They come on a specialized domestic worker visa that ties them to their employer. And what this means is that they cannot change their job without the permission of their employer. And in some cases, they're not even allowed to leave the country without the permission of their employer. Nisha, as you trudge through many of these depressing details of domestic workers' lives, is there one story that you've encountered that keeps you motivated to keep working on this issue? One example is Myrtle Whitboy. She's a woman from South Africa, and it's been really great to see this woman who was once a domestic worker Now a national leader, she is a prominent voice on labor rights in South Africa. Every time I hear her speak, I see that the way she draws from her personal experience, the way that she inspires other domestic workers from other countries, that's been really great. I think what we're seeing now is a cross-fertilization of ideas and strategies. It requires a lot of creativity to think about how to advance domestic workers' rights. It's always hard for me to believe how poorly so many domestic workers are treated when they are the ones taking care of our children, taking care of our elderly parents, taking care of our homes. We should treat with respect and gratitude the women who are taking care of these most important parts of our lives. Yeah, a long road ahead. I think the stories we've been hearing in our Global Nation coverage this week certainly underscores that. 
Nisha Varia, senior researcher at Human Rights Watch who focuses on the plight of domestic workers worldwide. Thank you for your time. Thank you.